I knew it. Oh, yeah. I knew, I knew you were going to do that. I literally, I, I knew oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Takes me back to the time when F1 cars used to fucking speed down the Indianapolis straight, man. <laughs> What's going Blow go- out tires. <laughs> Yeah, uh, minus that one year, yeah. Um, welcome back to the Grandstand post-Austin Grand Prix or U.S. Grand Prix 2021, episode 32. P-Money here. What's going on, Nose? Yo, what's up, buddy? Oh, man, that <laughs> got me excited. How excited? <laughs> Real excited. <laughs> Chill, <too. laughs> You know, they've, been, they've, they've had like, um, they've had ED ads all over the subways here in New York. Um, so yeah, it's a yeah. thing now. Huh? Maybe they should just, they should just get people to listen to that sound. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. Gets you tingling a bit. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> Tingles in my nether regions. Anyway. <laughs> just like all these fans must have had, uh, seeing F1 after a two year break in Austin. Uh, and of course, America went big 400,000 people in attendance Huge this past weekend. Huge. That's wild. Yeah. My God. I mean, it was, it, the race sold out. Like, I think the moment they announced it, it was sold out within like a couple hours. That's crazy, man. Is it, how much, how much is the Indianapolis 500? It's about, um, it's about 400,000. Yeah. Wow, okay. I, they must have, That's they must have done something impressive. different though. Like were they allowed, they had like more, more, um, standing room only or just general admission tickets this year. Because it's not usually like it's around two hundred something thousand at, at Austin, and maybe it was over the course of three days. That could be oh, yeah. the asterisk. So yeah, yeah I just saw at that. the race so itself, not, it's it's always yeah like the five hundred is is four hundred thousand people at the race. So my God, but Austin delivered, man. Uh, Liberty Media went fucking nuts on the the whole organization uh, with some awkward moments. Yeah, for sure, some weird. <laughs> <laughs> so, like i mean we could list them um the national anthem uh what <laughs> i'll let you take yeah that <laughs> i don't know what that was that was the weirdest most bizarre national anthem there's no introduction to the dude i couldn't i don't still don't know who he is um he must be i don't know if that was kind. a man or a woman they Ooh, I just watched Chappelle's uh, last uh, <laughs> um, special, so I'm not going to get into okay. that. <laughs> All right. Yep. Probably not the right territory. <laughs> but moving on, uh, there were some other uh, VIPs that thought they were too big for F1, <sighs> and that pissed me off, man. Yeah. Meg Thee Stallion can go literally, you know. Who the fuck she was is actually, that? She actually was cool Who with is it. That? She's a She's a rapper from from the bronx um she actually she had a really good first hit song um but yeah her people were like trying to make like make a diva status it's like do you know who martin brundle is like martin brundle is like much yeah. more famous than meg the stallion yeah and i mean and actually i have nothing against her because you're right she actually answered and they're the ones who got in the way especially that that white kid with like the M&M yeah that dude needs to get slapped that that guy yeah I, i'll put oh, it out there man. in the universe slap him yeah <laughs> uh and there's actually a really funny moment on spanish tv as well where uh, they they walk past them and the um, the bodyguard walks in the guy's shot and you and i both know we know we were in video production someone gets in your shot like that um it's fucking annoying and he pushes him out of the way and then the spanish reporter pushes 
her, the rapper, I forget her name, out of the way. He's like, all right, moving on. Let's get, you know, let's get back to the wow, real what stuff. What an idiot. Here. What a bunch of D-bags. <laughs> People, yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, but you know what? Shaq was there too. Uh, so that kind of made up for it because it's always fun to see Shaq, like, you know, around these drivers that are just here like they're like kids, you know? I mean, <laughs> Shaq, I, I wish I, the <laughs> shot I was looking for was Yuki next to Shaq. Oh, Man, hopefully he gets a podium next year. We can see that. <laughs> uh, there, there's. It's funny because like when when F1 used to go to Indianapolis early 2000s, there's a there's there's a photo of Shaq picking up Heidfeld, who was also like a you know super tiny. And I don't know. It's uh, <laughs> it's funny, man, to see these athletes how <laughs> they come in all so, shapes yep, and forms. Literally do. <laughs> uh, but we're back in the states, and well, before we yeah, get roll that intro. To it. That's right. A question for all of you except Roman Grosjean. To whom it may concern, fuck you. More ladies in the paddock? Yeah, more, more, more paddock access, access to. Uh, to some women, there's too many dudes. I don't really have a lot to comment on that, except that he was being a pussy. oh man speaking of america uh we also saw that hulk tested the arrow mclaren for the first time at an indycar test and uh, he had quite an experience doing that did you catch that uh well you did just tell me about it i had no idea <laughs> <laughs> well we we saw that he what was his quote that the car was uh quite, quite a, a monster quite a difficult one to drive. yeah he said um yeah. Let's see, where is it? He said that the whole sensation, the experience, the sound, the seating position, everything is different. Um, yeah. He basically was like, I definitely need to hit the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I can confirm that these are steering monsters. <clears throat> um, but oh, indie cars, I'd love to see yeah, him. Indie cars are, in are heavier and don't have, uh, don't have power steering like the F1 cars do. So, um, yeah, there was yeah. there was a, a video that came out. Of, I think it was a few weeks ago, and it, it was Grosjean when he was visiting uh, visiting F one again, and he's talking with Ocon and and Fernando, and they're like, "Oh man, look at you! you your arms are a little bit bigger <laughs> there, buddy." Like, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's funny to see. I bet. I mean, I think Hulk would be would be great in IndyCar. He's a great great personality oh, yeah. too. Exactly. I was gonna say his personality fits the u.s kind of you know show uh but let's get to austin um i got some stats oh, here oh, it's gonna be quick stats what a shocker some bi- some big ones man all right big max verstappen laying it down man on a merc track 12th pole and 18th win for max already 18th win it's fucking a lot of wins for um 
for him at, at his young age. 73rd win and 200th podium for Red Bull. Nice round number. I like those. Uh, 87th win for Honda. Damn. Yeah, pretty good. Um, Hamilton and Verstappen have more one-twos than Hamilton and Botas now. Can you guess how many that is? Mm. No, I can't. I'll just give you an it 24 uh and this last one is uh my favorite max has now led 504 out of the 990 laps this year which is 51 percent and after winning in austin he has a 12 point lead over lewis after quite frankly a really good battle in austin this sunday i that was i mean the start that lewis got was he couldn't have got a better start. Um, and that's exactly what he needed. Um, otherwise it would have just been max ahead for the rest the entire race. And it, it ultimately him getting ahead in, in at, at turn one is what set up in ex- that, that chase at the end was, I mean, the hunt, the hunted and the hunter, um, mm-hmm. absolutely nail biting. Yeah, we, we didn't get, you know, it wasn't wheel to wheel at all except for the start, but I thought it was as exciting just be, just from a st- strategy point of view. And I think if, like the fans there were loving it too, man, just seeing Lewis inch in and inch in because Max pit early twice. And I think Merck didn't have another option because they were clearly uh, suffering from tire wear more than Red Bull this weekend, they admitted. They said it was really close to Zandvoort status in terms of um, their tires. And we remember they got destroyed in Zandvoort. So, yeah, well, going out longer and having fresher tires in the end. And it could have paid off, but it didn't. It was close. They finished a second, 1.4 seconds off of Max in the end. I mean, what what was the heat was a huge factor this weekend. I mean, every driver um after the race just looked absolutely exhausted um or at least just like you know like they they'd put in some serious work they just run a marathon or something but um oh yeah yeah. it was hot hot. as fuck um yeah and like it was like 20 28 29 degrees c 30 you know close to 90 degrees fahrenheit um and i just for me what was the the biggest shocker was just um that Mercedes had no answer to Red Bull strategy. I was, I mean, I think they kept Lewis out for too long and that's where they lost. I I, so? I do. I mean, they should have, I, Red Bull played the strategy game perfectly. They were aggressive. Yeah. yeah. I think they took, they and took a note out of, out of Merck's book from the past, to be honest. They, they pulled uh yeah, what Merck did in Bahrain when they undercut and, and honestly, you know, going back to the start, the start, yes, Lewis got ahead of Max, but it's also what dictated the rest of the strategy. They, Red Bull even said, like, if Max hadn't, um, you know, it's easier to go aggressive when you're when you're chasing than when when you're leading. So, but I don't think I think you're right. I think if uh, if Max would have kept that P1, we would have had a pretty processional race because he clearly had an advantage. Like, you know, like it was crazy how close he was following Lewis that first stint. He was just on him. And wouldn't let him breathe, basically. And Lewis never pulled out a gap. So um, I would say well done to Red Bull strategy-wise. And Mercedes, I think they came out of this thing like, hey, we gave it all we could. We really couldn't have done anything else. That's what that's what I got from it. 
the fact that Lewis wasn't, you know, I think we've seen Lewis in the past <clears throat> have moments where he he is frustrated, like he could have done more, um, you know. I, but he he really wasn't. I I think he genuinely mm. gave everything he could this weekend, um, and Red Bull were just too good. And yeah. I mean, it hurts as a Merck fan because I I genuinely would like to see Lewis win an eighth title. Um, I think historically it's it's something that um we probably would never see again or we might i don't know max might do it who who knows um yeah i'm i'm going to be very careful <laughs> about what i say of like we'll never cuz i used to say that with shumi yeah. <laughs> and here we are like 15 years later already yeah so who knows i mean max already has what 18 wins and he's 23 yep. years old so um yep he's about to i mean okay not going to jinx it but he has one hand on that title yeah. right now but but just one hand could still it could. slip. I mean, it really could. I mean, Juan Manuel Correa was was doing the post race show with Will Buxton, and he was like, "I mean, one we saw in 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 Baku what happened, you know? Uh, who knows?" So, um, I I mean, there's you you can only be disappointed, but not angry that that at, at Red Bull, um, you know, disappointed that you just. I don't know, man. I'm 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 a little frustrated myself. because <laughs> as, as a as a Merck yeah. fan, yeah, for sure. I'm bummed. I, I, I want to I want to see uh, this happen. Because you know, I mean, for a second there, you know, they were saying if if Lewis won that race, he would have been leading the championship by like one or two yep. points. But now uh, Verstappen doubled his lead to twelve because Lewis got that fastest. Yeah, I was going to say you he, never know. He salvaged that point, which at this point. Uh, it could really, it could be the the it could be the deciding factor. Who knows? Yeah, like any little points. Also, you know, going to Brazil, it's not the next race. The race after that, there's going to be a, the last sprint qualifying, and you know, you can get those three, two, one for a top three uh, sprint race results, right? So that could also come into place. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tight, man. Twelve points is actually it sounds like a lot this year. Which is ridiculous because it's not. It's just half of a race victory, basically. Yeah, no, it's nothing. Um, and I honestly think it's going to come. I think we're going to see Lewis win maybe maybe one or two more. Um, personally, I, I, races. Okay. Um, I know you. I know there's a lot of a lot of doubters out there because everybody's saying that all the 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 you know every other track on this on the calendar is a, a Red Bull circuit, but. Um, Let's okay. We'll 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 circle back to that after. Um, in terms of what's left, mm-hmm. uh, because you know it's it's interesting because you know cer- certain things, certain truths that we thought you know, like this is a Merc track and clearly uh, Red Bull right, is all over right, it. Right. Um, and so who knows? It could also go the other way. You know, that's also possible. Uh, but we got to give a big shout out to Red Bull this week because they they were really on top of it. Uh, we got Agent Newey that was back after a car accident. And that coincided with a return in form also of Perez, who was fucking, I think that was his best weekend as a Red Bull driver, even with some <laughs> health issues <laughs> on the day uh, of the race. Poor, ba- poor guy, dude. He, <laughs> poor uh, bastard. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, do we dare say it? <laughs> I, I think mean, we have to. He said it yeah. live, you know? Yeah, he was on it. First of all, his drink stopped working. 
I mean, lap, lap one. one. So he could, he didn't, I mean, in those temperatures to not be able to have any hydration, uh, I can't even imagine that yeah. that would be absolutely miserable. Um, but he, he said live on sky sports <laughs> that he was dealing with a bout of diarrhea in the early morning. So, um, you know, yeah. to be dealing with, with, uh, you know, rumble butt and then like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and then he has to go drive an F1 car in 90 degree temperature for two hours. I mean, God bless him. It's it's a tough ask. You know, we got to still finished you know, on the where podium. Did he eat? Where did yeah. he eat the night Oof. before? Because maybe he got some bad barbecue Oof. or something. Yeah, that was <laughs> some not so fresh. He's going to leave or... a, a real gnarly Yelp review for someone. <laughs> Sergio <laughs> Perez, right. one star at Buck's Barbecue. <laughs> In Austin, <laughs> I'll tell you what I uh, I had food poisoning recently, oh. and I I ran a 10k, and oh I thought that was excruciatingly painful. So respect to him for driving a fucking F1 car for an hour and a half and under that heat. So, uh, but as you as, as you pointed out, it was the overshare of the century. Yeah, <laughs> probably the funniest moment of the weekend for me. But the thing too about it though was his he was so <laughs> solemn in his in his delivery of it too. He was just like, you know, he you could tell he he was fully like he just wanted to rest and like hydrate as much as possible. But he he was like, yeah, and I was like dealing with some diarrhea and. <laughs> And it was just like, oh man. He even said his his vision yeah. was blurry. I was like, dude, it dude. sounds like you had a hell of a yeah. day, bro. Like, <laughs> holy shit, no fun, no pun intended. Yeah, <laughs> but he did finish on the podium, and uh, which allowed uh, Red Bull to to close that gap to Mercedes to twenty three points now. So that's getting tight because Botas, who finished P six from P nine um, after that engine penalty, so. Man, it's looking like both championships are going to go down to the wire. Yeah, um, I was. We were a, thinking that Merck had a huge advantage, but I don't know now. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, Valtteri was. It was kind of crazy. Like he, he. I I don't really understand. I, I mean, it's a hard track to pass on, but we say that at every track. I feel like so, like, you know. Yeah, it's these F one cars, man. Yeah. They're not. They're not no. the easiest. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, he, it's, I don't know. You look at who he was, he, you look at who he was in the first part of the race, you look at who he was battling against. You're like, that should have been, it should have just been done um, to a certain extent. Right. It was too no Yeah. I mean, with Yuki, especially, I think that's the biggest one I'm referring to. But, um, you know, at the same time, You've got the Ferraris that were there, the McLarens were there. Um, you know, those guys were having a great weekend too. I mean, Lando aside. Oh, and they were they were having a fucking oh, yeah, scrap, those battles, four drivers. The, it's serious battle. That first lap, wow, that was that was some of the most exciting, you know, racing we've seen in a while. Like three uh three going to that, you know, in the yeah, back straight there, there. Yeah, three and, wide. And a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, a little bit of contact there between uh, Danny Rick and Sainz, who said it was a bit dirty. I was like, you know, he got his elbows out. I don't know if it was dirty, but it was uh, uh, it was nice <laughs> for us. It was awesome. Oh, absolutely, dude. I mean, it was I mean, in terms of the, it, it literally looked like a, a, a someone being hunted that did with the, the, the Ferrari just 
encircled by the McLarens. I mean, it was <laughs> that yeah. shot from the helicopter was insane. I was just like, oh my so god, so good. Yeah, helicopter shots were gnarly this weekend. They were definitely on it yeah. there. Uh, but just to get just to before we get to the McLaren versus Ferrari, I just want to point out that you know it is hard to pass because we saw even you know at the end of the race when Lewis is closing in, we had uh, Mick Schumacher um got the blue flags right and you know he could have stayed in front of max for another lap or two like that's how like that's how hard it is to follow in these you know new cars and and remember lewis got stuck behind yuki for about like seven or eight laps also in turkey so yeah i I would i wouldn't give too much you know i'm not gonna give uh valtteri too much uh, i mean heat for that but i shouldn't but but i mean merc put him in the position that he was in, you know, his starting position. Cause ultimately like they, they gave, yeah. he got the, the, the engine penalty. So third engine in three races or four. It's I crazy though. That's it. That's it. I think even the craziest thing for me is like, what is going on with Mercedes and their reliability? Well, I'll tell you what, I think that they're, they're using Valtteri to a certain degree to understand what's happening with Lewis's engines. I think that's what's going on. Hmm. Before they make it a, a choice on, you know, because Lewis is going to get another penalty, uh, just like Valtteri did. And they're trying to see if they can avoid it. But it like, it's like it's the, you know, the worst kept secret in the paddock is that, you know, Lewis is going to have to take a penalty either next race, or the race after. So I think they're trying all they can, you know, but it's going to happen. They're playing with fire with this, man. They really are. Which makes, well, you know, what's worse, taking a five uh, spot, because uh, it's going to be five, not 10, when it's your second engine, you take a five place grid penalty on a track that you know Rebel's going to be strong at, right? So all you got to do is get back to like, you know, that P3 position, or maybe if you're lucky, get to P2. Yeah, I mean, they could do damage control like Red Bull did. Or or DNF, you know, because uh, if, if, if they take the risk and they DNF, at you know at the second to last race that's title over you know so it's a tough decision but as toto said man a dnf and the championship's over especially oh I would single dnf for, for max, any team especially max for max for max if he gets a dnf i honestly think it's still on but if lewis gets a dnf dude it's over do you think if max gets a dnf it's still on yeah because it depends what lewis can do right because if max dns and lewis you know uh, gets 25 points he's in the he has a 13 point lead right but that's still nothing mm. you know if lewis dns next race for example and max wins right that's 25 or potentially 26 points with that fastest lap plus 12 38 that's dude that's a victory and a half that's that becomes a lot wow that's some know? rain so, man shit right there <laughs> yo i told you i like my numbers bro <laughs> <laughs> but you know we'll we'll see we got we got two weeks till uh till mexico uh mclaren and ferrari though that was fucking exciting and the my favorite part of this whole battle was danny rick in austin just just loves it down there he's he really does people the crowd loves him crowd loves him he he drove dale earnhardt senior yeah, not junior car. senior yeah one and of his cars i think so he it was just like had like his, i think it was a one he won his first uh Winston Cup and like the NASCAR Cup. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Zach, to see. Zach Brown owns yeah. it. That's how he got to do it. I think it's Zach Brown's car. Uh, 
And it was um, it was a bet between Zach and Danny Rick that if he got a podium, he would be allowed to to drive it. And I don't know if you saw. Speaking of bets, um, unlike Cyril, Zach got his tattoo. He got Monza and the date of the victory on his left arm. Yeah. So like, th- I was just literally just about to say that. Like, <laughs> here's a guy who, uh, you know, Cyril got salty because he got fired, but he never actually came out publicly and showed us that he got, you know, he he upheld his end of the bargain, which to me is just like. Good thing he's gone from the sport. So, but to be honest, I don't know. I don't even think it was a bet. I think Zach just got the tattoo. Probably he probably just got blacked <laughs> out that night and just like let's get a tattoo. I can totally see that happening. <laughs> made, made the bet at the. He was having party, a yeah. full on wet t shirt contest with himself. <laughs> Monza, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he was. Um, well, DR three man, I finished P five, strong result. But you know, we we didn't really talk about Leclerc, but he had a fucking phenomenal great race. weekend, great great qualifying lap, and he took off like he let he he left Danny Rick and Carlos uh, signs like in his dust. Like he was he was closer to the the front than he was to them. I feel in the end. Yeah, he he had an absolutely stellar weekend. Um, I mean, admittedly, he was pretty much solo the entire race. Um, he, you know, he even said it himself. He was like, yeah, pretty lonely, but um, probably one of his That's best strong. weekends this season. For sure. Yeah. And which is like a, a huge difference to Lando, who was kind of nowhere. Well, I think the other thing, too, is like it, it bodes well for Ferrari next season. The fact that McLaren had such a such a strong start to the season and they've kind of fallen off a little bit. And now Ferrari is making this challenge. Um, I mean, the Ferrari, I think Ferrari has in Carlos and, and Charles, if the, when they get that car dialed in, um, I think every, like the top three teams better watch out. Yeah. I mean, you, you know me, I've been saying this since the start. I sent Ferrari's all in for next year. And it's funny how McLaren, was developing its car a lot this year, obviously. And they were, at one point, they were, you know, the second fastest team for for, for a minute. Um, but I think they've now kind of shifted their focus on next year. And Ferrari's always been on that 2022. That new engine is clearly working well. So, yeah, man, Ferrari, next year, man, we're making a comeback. Better watch out. God. And Leclerc, you give, him, you give him a good car, man. You know what's one thing I'm not looking forward to, though? Of- is all the Ferrari fuckboys. Not fanboys, fuckboys, who are going to come out and just like, what? Uh, it's just, it's obnoxious when Ferrari does well with the fans. I mean, I don't mind the team, but the, you, you fans of Ferrari are just like kind of insufferable. Whoa, whoa. What do you mean? You like you, it's, you're categorizing it as we're all the you same. Are. They could, you know, it's like, it's like Merck fans. There's some, there's some sophisticated, you know, uh, fans and there's some, you know, there's the pub fans that are, that that you can barely understand their fucking British accents at. So <laughs> no idea. I'm just no saying, idea man, you're talking about. <laughs> just saying, uh, cause you're talking about fuck boys. First yeah. of all, I don't understand that. Cause <laughs> I just said that to get you riled attract. up, dude. Oh, fuck. Well, it yeah. worked. <laughs> you know what? One yeah. You know, for just, me. Let's, wait, let's wait till next year. Yeah. How about that? I think I'll we should. I think yeah. we should. Yeah. Ferrari is now. I think Ferrari could could make a really strong push at the end of this year and get that P three. They're only three and a half points uh, behind McLaren, so uh, gonna keep a close eye on that. I mean, good for them though, because they were in the dumps last yeah. season. Yeah, and let's see. Hopefully, McLaren doesn't really like 
let go in the last four races or sorry, five races. Cause I, I'd like to see some. Well, Lando, I think the, the biggest thing is that Lando is, has, has kind of been in, in his own slump, um, for the last few races. Right. Even he admitted this, this weekend, he was like, yeah, it was a terrible race. I couldn't stand it. You know, he's, he's pretty much ready to wash his hands of it. Yeah. He also got screwed in the start. You know, he was on the outside of the signs and Danny Rick and he was, he was waiting to outbreak both of them and go around them. But, um, Leclerc was in front of him. So he's like, yeah, I didn't want to risk T-boning him. And in the end he finishes a second behind Carlos, not even eight tenths. So it's not like he was like 30 seconds down. Right. So he was there. He just, it wasn't, you know, the Lando of a few races ago, but he'll be back. It's fucking Lando. Yeah, he will be, but I think, the McLaren need to kind of put in perfect results for the next, uh, yeah. the, the next, in the next five races. Yeah. Just like Mc, uh, is, Mercedes Ferrari's and Red Bull stock is rising and McLaren's is kind of like, is kind of, um, tapered. Just, just, I'll tell you what though. Now that Danny Riggs also in the mix, let's not forget that it's going to be two. Well, that's what two I mean. Now. Like, yeah, exactly. Land, like, that 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 like P four through P eight position, um, I mean it's really anybody's game at this point. Yeah, because what like Ferrari got P four and P seven, and McLaren got P five yep. and P eight. Like that's pretty that's pretty I'm fucking real tight. tight there. Yeah. Um, all right, let's uh, talk about tight. Let's go to the rest of the midfield there. <laughs> wow, this could have gone on so many. You want to talk about tight? <laughs> where, where was that going to go? Great transition yeah. there. <laughs> you know, it was tight was Alonzo versus Kimmy at turn one, where Alonzo literally threw Kimmy off the track. That was a fun battle to watch. F- it was fun, but Alonzo is clearly fucking with the stewards this whole weekend. Well, I also just don't <laughs> like how how Alpine gets on the radio with Michael Massey and they like like so Kimmy so Kimmy doesn't you know the rules don't apply to Kimmy. It's like Fernando was doing the same fucking thing, man. Like, it, well, the thing is, the rules do apply because Alonzo is the one who shoved him right. off the track. <laughs> I, I don't know. There, when that happened, I just I was kind of scratching my head, thinking. All right, so you guys, what are you trying to do here? You're trying to like protect yourselves in the event that you get a grid penalty. I don't understand. I think or, that it's uh, Alonzo uh, uh, who who likes to fuck with the FIA. I think that's what's going on, and and I felt bad for Massey, and that like rarely happens because he doesn't have the power to do anything. He's like, well, I'm just going to listen to your sarcastic, you know, remarks, but I can't do anything. I'm not a fucking steward, you know. I got other shit to yeah. do. Well, he is a race director at the end of the day, though. But he can't. But he can't over. He can't tell them. He can just bring it up to the attention, and they can. They have. They're the ones who judge, right? Yeah, but I mean, he still has some say. Let's not say he doesn't. Yeah, you know what? Just put Shaq in there Shaq. and let him decide. <laughs> uh, and there was another battle with Giovinazzi, and I felt bad for Giovinazzi because that was getting a little rough. There, they're shoving each other on and off the track. Giovinazzi's clearly trying to show he's got potential, but we all know, you know, unfortunately. He's I mean, seat, you know, so. good for him though, because he put his elbows out in, on a few occasions, and you don't yep. you don't see that from him often. And it was it was nice to see. I have to say, even if he didn't, even if he yeah. didn't win out, um, you know, to go toe to toe with Fernando is not an easy thing. So, um, no, yeah. <clears throat> but let's then also remind ourselves both Alpine's DNF. So <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, <laughs> and who's a loser after now? They're, they're- 
Yeah, after their boss said, we have a hundred race plan on, you know, becoming number one. I was like, all right, well, 99 more. Surreal said the same shit. Look where he is. (laughs) He's, yeah, God knows where he is. He's probably on a deserted island. I can't even imagine what what Surreal's life looks like right now. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, all right, let's get <laughs> let's get to the rest of the midfield. Uh Gasly got got screwed today. Uh had some engine problems at the beginning of the race. He kind of fucked up his start. Was looking uh strong for like a points finish for uh, Alpha Tauri uh, along with Tsunoda who finished in uh I would say like in a Tsunoda fashion, like just like a solid P9. Um didn't really do much except for keep Botas behind him for about 6-7 laps. Uh, but good for him. That's like that's uh, another good result for him. I think um, he came out saying like, "Oh, I thought F one was going to be so easy that I was going to fight for podiums right away." And he and he's like, and then I realized, no, it's he gives the weirdest interviews of anybody in the paddock. That kid, and I don't know if it's because yeah. of his, because of his English or, but like, I don't, I I just I don't get it. His interviews, like, it's not that I don't understand what he's saying. It's that I don't. He he barely looks anybody in the eyes. He talks like in monotone, and he's just—it's so bizarre. He looks like his and his eyes go like soulless, like they don't. There's nothing there. It's like he steps out of the car and and nothing else exists. Yeah, he does look a little lethargic yeah. sometimes. Uh, lethargic's yeah. being nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. But you know what? He's been scoring points regularly. So uh, good for him. And guess who's back in the points? Uh, Vettel. It's been a while for him. Uh, Just one point, though. Uh, Hopefully that car will be a little faster next year. Um, That's pretty much it for the the midfield. I don't really have much else to say, except that Raikkonen did throw away that points finish because he spun just on his own in the end of the race and that should have been his p10 but you know i guess he just wasn't feeling it today or on sunday i don't don't know i mean kimmy i thought (laughs) i thought we saw some vintage moments from kimmy though you know i liked i liked the battles yeah um it's fernando i thought that was great regardless of him kimmy's on a swan song like it's this is you know it's the end of the road for him i think he's just enjoying his time and um you know, to see to see him getting those scraps was was fun. Yeah, I I just would have lo- liked to see him get a point and not spin mm, out and lose yeah. out for his team. I thought that was a bit that was a bit of a. I if I were to say uh, there's a Gromo, that's him right there. Although it's not that it's not a big one, but it was pretty embarrassing for a world champion to do that on his own. Like there was not, no one in front of him or any so, thing making him spin. So Seb, what about? I mean. <laughs> what about what about what about Seb? <laughs> Just saying, it's pretty embarrassing for a, a world champion to spin out like that on his own. So, <laughs> oh yeah, oh, I was I was trying to think. Wait, did. Did Vettel spin this race? No. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just, you know, just recalling. Okay. I thought you were trying to, I thought you called for his Gromo and you were trying to get a point off of me and I was getting in defense mode right there. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, no, I mean, Seb has uh, graced us with a lot of embarrassing moments. I well, mean, he, but he, one could, let's, I mean, Seb's still this week. Um, I think. Uh, I mean, we saw what happened with with uh, with Stroll and Latifi on lap one. So he he still salvaged some points for uh, for Aston. 
coming he, from the back of the did. grid too. That's right. He had a engine penalty yeah. as well. So ten place. But I, I think in, for Stroll, it was kind of he Oof. was he was pretty pissed off at the end of the race. Just like, well, here we go, another another wasted weekend. Honestly, I don't really remember seeing Stroll at all. Because you race. didn't. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he, we really didn't. He got hit by Latifi on lap one, and that was pretty much the end of his race. That's right, and he was kind of just on his own. Well, uh, we're going to Mexico next, and you know, Red Bulls fucking—they've got—they've got a good track record there, even during the Merck domination years. So. Man, this could be this could be a good weekend for Checo. This could be a good weekend for Max, and it could be a terrible weekend for for Mercedes. Or everything that we think is actually not going to happen, like what happened in Austin. So, who knows if uh, Mercedes takes that engine penalty or not? Um, our predictions, though, which will come next week, will be uh, important for our championship too. Because this week we didn't get a single point, either of us. It's pretty pretty bad. Pretty bad, yeah. We jumped on that uh, Mercedes trend here and uh, backfired. Yeah, we both we both called for a Mercedes one two. <laughs> wow, that was pretty um, it's pretty terrible. Yeah, not even a Gromo in there for us. So we'll have to rectify that. Um, but um, we got a week off, and then it's going to be I think seven weeks, five races to end this championship. At this point, uh, how are you feeling, Knowles, as a Merck fan? I mean, I'm definitely not feeling good. <laughs> what the fuck kind of question is that? Um, no, I mean, if do you still believe? Of course, though? I still believe. I any that's a great thing yeah, about right. motorsport is that anything can happen. Um, you know, I, I don't I don't like buying the media hype that every you know that we're going into Red Bull territory now. Even. Even though I, I generally agree, I still am like, no, I, I mean, the tracks definitely favor Red Bull, but um, motorsport is an unpredictable game. And, you know, as we saw, we've got, what, one more sprint race, uh, sprint quality yep. coming up. We saw what happened in Monza. That changed a lot of things for everybody. Um, yep. You know, but I, I do agree with you. I think if, if a DNF for Lewis, it's... If if Lewis has a DNF, it's 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 done. Um, I mean, mathematically it won't be, but um, Mexico though, Lewis does always have some good results. Well, so does Max. He thinks he's won yeah. there twice. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, to answer your question, I'm I'm skeptically optimistic. <laughs> I don't even, that's a, that's I don't even a, know if that's a that's real thing. That's an interesting thing. concept. Yeah, it, it is now. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> I just you know made what? it up. I, 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 under, I understand how you could be, because let's be real, Mexico, this is the dream scenario for you and for Merck fans out there. You take that engine penalty, you still make it to the podium, and you got fucking way more power for the, the remaining races. And who knows? We got two racetracks where we haven't raced. Yeah. So who knows if they're well, Red Bull? The only thing that concerns me though is that like, you know, if let's say it's a Max P1, Lewis P2, that's still another 6 points that Max has added, you know. So that's 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 a pretty big gap to overcome. He would really need a he mm. would need a Max DNF or a really bad qualifying. And at this point Max's his qualities have been 
<laughs> you see, he, he or what or what or he would need a track where Merck just kind of dominates in Turkey with no engine penalties and they can get a one two and get Max at bay. That's yep. also not outside of the realm of possibilities. So, but Botas, yeah. Botas got to get up there. Yeah, no we got to. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, that's the other thing too, is that Merck have to get Valtteri into the mix. Absolutely. Yep. Otherwise it's, it's, and let's not, let's not forget like those champ, those constructors points are also decreasing too. So, um, mm-hmm. it would be pretty embarrassing if they lost out on both this season. I have to say not embarrassing, but oh, yeah. like, cause Red Bull has put in, we've got to say Red Bull's had an incredible season. So, um, yeah, it, it, it would be a, it would be a consolation prize. And I think they're throwing bonuses at Valtteri for that constructor. So, well, and uh, one last yeah. thing I will say too, I think if Merck, if Merck were to pull off, um, both constructors and drivers championship this year, I think it would go to validate. I know, I know it's a big, you know, we got claimy Lee Curtis in the house. Right? Big ask. Um, but if they did, <laughs> <laughs> if they did, it would go in really cementing this legacy uh, over the past, you know, nine seasons, um, or at least in the turbo hybrid era. Um, of yeah, because it would it would mean a clean sweep of the whole and, era. And of they F1 did cars. it in a season where they were heavily challenged by a rival team, which I think, you yeah. know, would go to show that they answered the call every single time. And and it would it would, I think, also it would shut some of the doubters up who have been like, well, they just did it because they had the most dominant car. And it's like, well, yeah, that's usually what happens. Idiots. But, um, it would go to show that they weren't just, <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. I, I love how you're trying to talk yourself into it. I still believe no, I'm not talking, I'm not talking myself into it. I'm just saying like, it, it's, it's therapy, bro. Just come on. Yeah, nah, man, get it this out. ain't therapy. This is, this is real life. <laughs> Anyway, you get my point, you dick. I get your point, and you know, you know, <laughs> you know what? We'll we'll go we'll go into it deeper um, on our next episode, our Mexico preview, because we got we got a little week off, so we got a little bit of a Mexico hey, hey, preview hey. coming up. You know, get those uh, mezcal and tequila bottles ready. Um, that's <laughs> what right. I'll be doing. And in the meantime, you guys have a lot of time to check out our old podcast. You know, in case you missed a few F one races, I want to hear you know, the expert analysis, mm-hmm. you know, check it out, check out the, check out our socials at the grandstand F1. Socials. So <laughs> <laughs> that real nerdy, like <laughs> check out our socials. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Check out our merch. Uh, and uh, you know what? I'm just going to wrap it up here from, from F Knowles and I will see you <laughs> next week. Motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs>